Hello. Okay. So I am Alyssa Navarrete, and I am going to be conducting an interview for my project, Interviews with Color. Can you please say your name and your year for me, please? My name is um, Odette Chavez Mayo, and I am a second year. Okay. So how do you feel about the statement, race is not real? While I agree that race is a social construct, I think that the phrase that race is not real could be used to almost dismiss the fact that race is something that exists. I mean, it's not something that's objectively real, but it is a social construct that's a big part of our lives as we know it right now. And I don't think that it can excuse for the fact that racists racism still exists today and that it's um, embedded systematically in our world or in, I guess, in our government in the United States, etc. So that I feel weird about it, but at the same time, I agree that it, it I like, I know that it's true, but I don't think that it's um, an excuse to disregard racism. What are your feelings or thoughts on POC culture on Antioch's campus? I think that um, I think that there's a lack of POC culture, um, mainly because we're such a small school, and I don't feel like there's a large population of POC. Um, while I have a different experience than other people of color on this campus, because I've um, I've grown up in a um, like a majorly white high school and elementary and middle school, etc. For me, it's not that difficult to integrate into Antioch's campus. But at the same time, I um, acknowledge the fact that it, there are very few people of color on campus, and why that would be very not scary, but very um, difficult for people. Um, and I think that there's definitely something that needs to happen in order to bring the people of color that are on campus together in order to not lose the sense of self that comes with being around people that um, share your experiences, etc. So I think there's a lack of it, but um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what kind of social constructs do you feel contribute to racism specific to our campus? Wait, can you repeat it? Sorry. <laughs> What kind of social constructs do you feel contribute to racism specific to our campus? Oh, man. Um, well, first of all, we don't have any type of st like major studies that um, focus specifically on like African-American studies or, um, I don't know, I, I don't know if Latino studies exist in like other campuses, but that kind of thing. Um, I feel like because of that, well, there is a strong, like, not use, but there's a strong presence of social justice in our classrooms. I feel like there's not a, I feel like there needs to be a type of maybe required course um, at Antioch that gets um, all, everyone, every student on the same page on the types of systematic ways that racism exists, et cetera, et cetera. Because I feel like there's a lack of um, conversation, there's a lack of uh, confidence in people's 
willingness to talk about these kinds of things in classrooms. Like, I feel like professors bring it up a lot, like the different ways that racism exists and the things that we're learning, whether it's like an anthropology class, whether it's like a media class or performance class or whatever, those kinds of things come up. But I feel like people never want to talk about it because they're scared of what the reaction's going to be. They don't know how to talk about it. And I feel like if we maybe had that groundwork for kind of getting everybody on the same page of what, you know, like white, what white privilege means, what um, all these different things mean and how those work and kind of basically what the whiteness group is kind of doing right now. Um, I feel like that type of education is very essential in order for people to be able to engage in um, meaningful and deep um, conversations to fight systemic racism and oppression. And going off of that, do you think that this would help or decrease how on this campus we contribute to making race a real thing? I don't think that we can entirely eliminate race in the United States or in the world from the campus of Antioch College because it's so ingrained in our different types of like government structures um, and cult- like like the fact that we don't teach that like the discovering of America was based on genocide and. You know, like those types of things that aren't taught from a very young age contribute to people's ignorance of the fact that racism is still very present in like today. And so I don't think that avoiding like trying to pretend like race doesn't exist is going to get us anywhere. So I definitely think that it would contribute to I don't know. I feel like having those conversations is definitely going to be better than not having them or not implementing those things because we can't just pretend that race doesn't exist because it does um, right now. And I think that there's a lot of things that we could do to make it maybe not so, not present because it's always going to be present because it's part of people's identity. Um, But I don't think that it would be bad to have those types of things. So can you please explain the POC disappearance action to us in your own words, as well as why you felt it was impactful, if you felt it was impactful? So the way that I understood it was a day where um, all people of color would leave it, like the Antioch community and classes, etc., to, um, I don't know, to kind of show people what it would be like if we didn't exist or were here if POC weren't on campus because there's been such a there's been such a um there's been a um ah I'm really there's been a lack of um there's been a lack of things done in order to make this a, a place where POC are comfortable and where they feel like they're appreciated and where they feel like they're a part of the community and where they feel like they're being taken seriously as far as their concerns and their ideas go. And I think that this was kind of a very quiet type of 
protest in order to show people like this is what it's like when we're not here and this is um, kind of to highlight the importance of people of color on campus. And so we all came together and we had different types of discussion. We did homework. We um, almost also, it was a little bit like community building, I felt like, um, which was really, really nice. Um, I thought, I don't know. I don't think that it was very important Okay, I do think it was impactful because we were able to be with each other and spend time together. And I think we have we had a lot of good discussion with um, like students amongst ourselves as well as uh, POC faculty and staff, which was something that was very valuable. But I don't think that it was that impactful in the community because I don't feel like there was any n- notice of the fact that POC were gone. There was nothing. There's I didn't receive any type of. Like, nobody posted on, like, dim the lights, like, oh, where were the POC today? Or no, nobody really seemed to um, speak out about the fact that there were no POC on campus, which kind of goes to show how few there are and how little it would be noticed. Because if there was a lot of people of color on campus and they all disappeared, people would notice that half the class is gone. But, mm-hmm. like, we're so few that I don't don't think that it was very impactful in the way that it was intended to, but there were still really positive things that came out of it. Do you think that this POC disappearance would be an exemplary protest or action that other colleges might benefit from? Mm, I think that at a large college or university where there are large numbers of people of color, um, I think that it would be beneficial. I think it would be extra beneficial if faculty and staff didn't show up because they're what runs like colleges and universities. I mean, students do as well, but without like a professor, you can't have a class or without Mm -hmm. a staff member or like a janitor, like you don't, you're not going to have, you know, clean whatever. You're not going to, if you're the librarian, you're not going to have these people filling these very, I mean, students fill those roles as well. And I think that's also important, but, um, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see how how that happens. I feel like to a certain degree, Antioch is hard to have these large protests, demonstrations, whatever, because it's so small. Like, it's so small. Yeah. So, do you think having a POC hall is a form of self-segregation? No. I think that it's not at all. Um... I think that having a POC hall is um, not a cry for help, but it is something that people of color are demanding for a reason, and that reason being that Antioch College has not been accommodating or um, in any way trying to make this transition for people of color into the college, um, and that this is a way to have a space where people feel um, safe and comfortable and where they have a place where they can be themselves without being con- being constantly conscious or uncomfortable in a space that is predominantly white, which is, I feel like, something that a lot of students experience and that are constantly aware of. And I definitely can understand why that would get tiring. And I think that this is something that's really important. And, um, for all the concerns or whatever that are happening 
um, I think that we're not going to know until we try. So I think that we should definitely try. Do you feel a POC hall is necessary on a small liberal arts campus like Antioch and why? I really think that depends on the school and on the students and, you know, if there's not, if there's no feel like that, if students don't feel like they need a space like that because they are comfortable on their campus and they are, um, feel safe and not, I don't know, like they're apart from everybody else, then I don't think that there should be a reason for it. But um, I think that if students do feel like they need that, that that should be an option for students to have. Yellow Springs was once a place of great diversity as well as a safe haven for people of color, greatly due to Antioch College. Do you think we can regain this once again? I don't know. <laughs> because, um, because just look at Antioch itself that is having problems with um, having a retention of POC students on its campus. And um, even the students that are staying here are not happy. And um, they're not, yeah, they're just not happy entirely with, with how things are going. And um, also Yellow Springs is very expensive and um, I can't imagine housing isn't cheap, that kind of thing. It doesn't mean that it can't happen, but I think that there needs, there would have to be a lot of work done in order to, um, to incorporate people of color. Also past generations have d had different, I don't know, like it's very generational. Every generation has a different, um, perception of what racism is and what it means to incorporate people of color or not, like now I think it's very different than what were those times like the fit I mean when do you I guess when do you mean that anti that Yellow Springs was a safe haven um I'm not really sure which decade okay we're talking about because Mari was on who did this question after talking to one of her co-workers about it but um I don't know I have one final question that's not on here okay I, just because um I know that the Antioch was an important part in allowing like African American or Black students into their like into the college, etc. But when Coretta Scott King was here, she couldn't. They couldn't go to like Black people couldn't go to the theater without sitting in the back, and Coretta Scott King wasn't allowed to teach do a co-op like at the at some school in town because she was Black. So like, um, yeah. Has, has Yellow Springs really ever been very accepting of people of color? Like, has that really been a reality, or has that been a romanticization of history and Yellow Springs to make it look good? I'm just asking. Okay, so how does being in the POC group make you feel? In general, I feel like it feels good to be around people that I feel like are very loving and welcoming and passionate and smart and driven etc that feels awesome but I feel like it's at the same time it's really hard because there's so much going on on campus that it's hard to really a lot time to have a, like community having a community takes time and it takes a lot 
of people, which is amazing. That's how you foster a community. But how do you have time to really, like, for example, me, I haven't really been engaged with the POC um, group this quarter or the women's, like, um, the women of color group um, because I'm really busy this quarter, you know? Like, how do, you, how do I allot those times with, I don't know. Yeah, this is just a complaint in general about how stressful it is to be at Antioch and how much that can take away from the ability of students to have a community amongst themselves. You know, like I thought, like, coming to Antioch, I'm going to have so much time to talk to my friends and we're going to have these, like, you know, these really deep discussions with each other. And I have had those discussions, but you really have to have some free time to do that. And that's not something that happens a lot, you know? Okay. So do you have any final thoughts or anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to talk about? Mm, where is this going to be? Where is this going to be, like, shown or heard? <laughs> I'm curious about that. Okay. Well, 